Did did I get the Avengers theme right? I think that's right. Yeah. Okay. I was just right off the dome. Nope, that's Lord of the Rings. I can never remember it. No, that's Superman. I don't even know what that. Oh, was that the Avengers theme? That was Night Court. That was Night Court. It's no, that's McDonald's. I don't know. I you know when you hear it, it is incredibly. It, it's weird because it is very dynamic, and it's one of the few. Uh, it almost feels like the the score is something of a like the really memorable score is something of a lost art. We don't have we don't have a lot of Terminators or you know or Star Wars theme. Uh, you know, I don't know. Think about like Harry Potter. Is it Harry Potter sticks with you? How long ago was the last Harry Potter? I mean, gal, it's closing in on ten years, I guess. So it's just. You know, they, it's not that they all those little happen. kids have 401ks now. It's not that they don't happen, it's just not nearly as uh, as prevalent. Yeah, but the Avengers theme is very is a big one, but I always forget it until I hear it. I was like, Oh, yeah, that's what it is. That's cool. Before we get into Avengers, by the way, this is going to be the spoiler Avengers spoiler yeah, episode. This is the so, Avengers spoiler don't listen to this if you haven't yet. seen the movie, and definitely don't complain because we're telling you right now Avengers spoilers, Avengers spoilers, Avengers spoilers, Avengers uh, spoilers. Late to that, the party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. And I'm Travis Tate. And welcome to look, man, it's, it's going to be in the title. If you're here and you haven't seen Avengers, get out of here. Let's just say real quick top three uh, movie scores off the top of your head oh, of all man. time. That's, I mean, that, that's gonna. The ones that there are gonna be pretty. Uh, just, just the jingly part of the song, like well, Star Wars. Star Wars, Indiana Jones. Yeah. And uh, sure, Terminator. Terminator. Okay. I think Mission Impossible's got to be up there, and that was technically a TV series first, but. Well, it wasn't technically a TV series first. It was absolutely a TV series. That's first, true. Actually. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, I'm I'm not knocking it, but when you say like best of all time, like there's going to be three or four that. Ooh, I'm going to go James Bond. James Bond's Bond got to be up there. That's that's. Yeah. So that was that was repurposed, by the way. Did you know we, that? It was what? That song was part of like a play, like a a live production, and it wasn't super successful. But uh, John Barry, I believe, was the name of the guy. Loved it so much that he sold it to use in the Bond movies, and that's where it that's caught on. Yeah. If you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, I'm sorry we spoiled that for you. What did we spoil? That we can't remember the song? No, the James Bond trivia. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. There's going to be a lot of spoilers here. There's going to be a lot of questions. There's going to be a lot of what what's going to happen now. There are going to be only spoilers, so... <laughs> Um, you know, uh, we'll just start. We'll just start with where it starts. I was a little surprised it started with just the whole Hawkeye bit. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty emotional way to start the movie. Can I tell you something real quick? I enjoyed this. This is I saw it one time so far. I'm going to see it several times still. One of my favorite movies of all time. I'm going to say that right off the top here. Bold statement. Bold statement. But it did not make me cry. And now my wife is googling like. Are you married to a sociopath? Because it didn't make me cry. Um, I I teared up at some specific moments that were. I feel like it had. It's just like a very me thing. Hmm. Like, I, hey, I'm gonna lay it on the table. 
when the when the portals open up and when Spider-Man comes in, mm-hmm. I was fighting it back. And that comes just more from that that character is really special to Gabe. Can I tell you what gave me goosebumps? What? Just when the the gauntlet, uh, Captain Marvel picks up the gauntlet from Spider-Man. And he's like, I don't know how you're going to get through there. And then you hear, we'll help her. And then one by one, all the female heroes come I can't tell you popping many, up to help her. And I can't I, tell you how many times I saw comments like, oh, real great. That's pretty contrived. Don't you think? Like, you know what? I enjoyed the hell out of it. It, it gave awesome. me goosebumps. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I loved but, it. Captain Marvel was just fine. She like like really like uh, you know Valkyrie's gonna help Captain Marvel with all her powers. Like no, dude, come on, just let it, just be cool, just right. be cool, man. They've done it a hundred times with just male characters. They've done it a hundred times <laughs> where Hawkeye has been there. Right. And you can say that about. I won't, but you can say that about <laughs> Hawkeye. I won't. Right. Which, you know, I Hawkeye was lame in this movie. <laughs> You thought Hawkeye was lame in this movie? Yeah. Oh, I thought Hawkeye was awesome in this movie. I th- I thought I, Hawkeye was, like, greatest spy in the world in this movie kind of guy. I feel like, and this is me personally. Look, he was look, Jason man, Bourne-esque. I don't want to make any of this any kind of argumentative type things. I'm going to throw stuff out there, and this is just, just my deal. I feel like the entire saga never quite figured out what to do with Hawkeye. Oh, well, here's the deal, I think. I think, were you a fan of Hawkeye in the comics? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so it was way different than what you've come to expect. And I vaguely know Hawkeye from the comics, because I don't read nearly as many comics as you do. So I think I was a little more open to their interpretation compared to what you already knew. Does that make sense? Um, I I was more of a blank slate with Hawkeye. What I feel about Hawkeye, I don't don't feel like comes from any kind of expectation versus comics. It's more or less of... He started off as, okay, they have Hawkeye, and then he became, they like, okay, we're trying to tell this story where him and him and Black Widow kind of have a past, but we're not going to really get into it, and then it's, oh, but he, no, but he's the family man. I don't think they had, like, a romantic past at all. No, no, no. I, don't I think, think they were best friends, and they've saved each other's lives on countless occasions but type they, of thing. But they never, they never cashed in on it. No, I think they did in in the in the scene, uh, uh, Black Widow's final scene of the movie. No, but but again, that I like I know that's kind of what they were building up what to, but they never really. It it would be like if um, if you know Tony, if Tony had made reference at some point to like, hey, 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 Peter, remember how I mentored you a lot? And then they have the really emotional moment at the end with Peter and Tony, and you're like. Like I guess I know that he mentored him, but it just doesn't feel earned. What I'm, <clears throat> what I'm saying is I know that they've they made reference to them having that to being a Budapest and things like that. But they didn't really do anything in the movies to kind of give a lot of context to it. They didn't have a lot of scenes of them just hanging out or the them. The, I feel like it was a rush thing at the end because they, the, it, and even kind of with Black Widow, we never really found a way to define her we did a bunch of things over the movies kind of trying to find footing for her and mm-hmm. at the end we think we think we've made it that she has a lot of guilt about her past we think we've done that so we're going to make that her sacrifices she's sacrificing herself because you know guilt i think there wasn't a place in these movies to do that they're they're um, just they're just human they're not superheroes technically they're super spies 
And I think I think you're going to see. I mean, they're doing a Black Widow movie, and it, obviously yeah. that that's going to tell a story. And they're going to do a Hawkeye series, and maybe that'll tie in somehow. But um, I think if they spent a lot, I mean, there was some time spent on uh, Natasha's past in it was uh, Age of Ultron, wasn't it? Yeah, they they do a little and people kind of did didn't like that part. Really? People complained about that part. Why they? I I didn't know. It's I mean, like we're watching general, an Avengers movie. Why do we care about her past in, in Russia? In general, people largely the cinematic community hates Age of Ultron. I don't hate it. Yeah. It's not the best movie, but it's fine. Yeah, I that movie gets. I'm I'm relatively indifferent to it. It's more of just lore for me, but it largely gets a lot of flack for being a very terrible movie. I I don't think it's terrible. Is I don't it? Know. Is it up to snuff with Endgame? No, I, but it's not terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it, a lot of the Marvel movies, I'm pretty casual with watching them. So some of it, I kind of just look at out like outside sources, and a lot of sources that you know people whose opinion I respect don't think very highly of Age of Ultron. We live in a spoiled world when you can say Age of Ultron's a terrible movie because if if that's the movie that came out when we were kids, we would all pee our pants. Wow. Anyway, back to Andrew. <laughs> so that so it starts on, out. My take on it with the just Hawkeye and Black Widow are two characters that I think had a lot of potential that they didn't have. They they you know they built some amazing characters and just never found the time or quite the way they wanted to get those characters. But let's face it. I mean, I've got Hawkeye and Black Widow on my T-shirt here, but are kids wearing Black Widow and Hawkeye T-shirts? Are they buying Black Widow and Hawkeye toys? I mean kids want to see iron man they want to see thor they want it's to see captain been, america they want to see the hulk it's always been hard to sell the human characters in this and that, right if if anything if i was to say i have expectations versus someone you know as being someone who reads comics the only expectation i have is i've read enough for them to be like yeah i've i've read some stories that make those characters very cool mm-hmm. and very interesting as opposed to characters that have superpowers and you know. but i think if most of the movies are around two hours long. You've only got so much time. I and mean, Endgame is three hours, and still there wasn't that kind of time to put that in there. Oh no! One of the one of the things I was honestly extremely surprised by Endgame was the characters who got dusted got very little screen time. <laughs> no, that's and that's fine because Blew me wait like Black Panther little screen time. Captain right. Marvel was barely in it. Yeah, more or less. But I think that I think they did the right thing with that though. I honestly did because those characters are going to be the Avengers coming up in in the next phase in phase four. I think you needed to finish out the story of Iron was, Man and Captain America. Yeah, it was it was very much the original cast's movie. Yeah, and that I think that's what it needed to be, and it was a reckoning for for Steve and Tony to get back on the same page and to have some closure with each other because it got so poor. You know, it went so poorly with. Uh, you know the Bucky stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on account of him killing his parents and stuff. And even that, even that, I don't know that they really, they they weren't able to. I don't know if you could say they were able to, but they, I, I don't know that that felt like it really quite came to for how much they were trying to play up how bitterly angry they were at each other, and then it, especially when Tony came back and he was ultra dick to, to Steve. In this movie. Or, yeah, the, he came back from space and was basically blaming Steve for everything. Yeah, which, I mean, I still don't understand. 
We all know that guess, the true person to blame everything on is Star-Lord. <laughs> on on Star-Lord? Yeah. Why? Because he was the guy who punched Thanos when he was in a trance and they almost had the gauntlet off him. That's true. That Yeah, that's a valid point. <laughs> that is a valid point. Again, also, Star-Lord, barely in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. Like, uh, did he... He did have lines, at least. Yeah. Because he was in he was in the flashback the the time travel part two, yes. When it flashes back to the original Guardians had, movie, he also met up with uh, Gamora, not Gamora. Yeah, we don't know what happened to her at the end of the movie. Yeah, they, she's I she's around there somewhere. The, that's a hard thing. Is there are a few of the, um, yeah, that one in particular. They don't. They weren't clear on whether or not. Oh, or, excuse me. I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. One of the things. So, do we want to try and talk in a linear way about? I think this we, yeah, I think we should over? try and be linear. Let's <clears> let's then, try and do that. We'll, we'll leave the end alone for now. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it starts with the whole Hawkeye thing, and then, he's playing catch with his sons. His wife's making hot dogs. No, he's not. Playing or no, yeah, he's he, you're right. With his you're right. He's with his daughter shooting bows and arrows, and he was shooting bows. I always say that ever since I was a little kid. I say, shooting bows and arrows. You're not shooting the bows. You're shooting the arrows with the bows. And his boys are playing catch. And then he he turns around and looks back. And they're all gone. And it's just a frantic, panicked man looking for his family. And then from there, doesn't it cut to Tony in space? Yep. Tony and Nebula are in space. They're playing uh, the little uh, football flippy game, (laughs) which was a nice little scene. How'd uh, How'd you feel about Captain Marvel finding them? I think I think that was fine. How else are you going to get them home? I that was the thing is that like that was one of the big. Debates. I think they sent her out to find them. Yeah. Because at the end of the first Captain Marvel, at the end of Captain Marvel, she shows up and goes, uh, "Where's Where's Fury?" And then I'm sure they said, "Who are you?" Figure out. Oh, you've got all these amazing powers. Go to space and find. I guess that's what Tony and Nebula. Things, there were a lot of things that I think were questions going into it that got really, qu- and I'm. Let me preface it by saying I'm really not mad at anything in this movie. Oh, I, I really, really enjoyed this movie a lot. Me too. But there were a lot of surprises. Uh, I was surprised by the things that didn't end up really getting a solid answer. They just, they, a lot of things, which is one of those uh, in the trailers, it was always like, man, what's Tony going to do to get out of space? Because it keeps showing him building stuff. And the assumption there is, hey, man, Tony's going to figure out how to get home. Or, mm-hmm. Is Pepper going to find her? How is he going to get home? And well, obviously, they tried everything they could. And that was that was literally answered by, like, knock, knock, knock on the window. Hey, it's Cat Marvel. We're fine. <laughs> so No, I thought that was... I didn't have a problem with it at all. I did not really have a problem with it, but it was, it was again, it, I going into it, I thought it was going to be a much more intricate thing. I'm glad they got it over with at the beginning, to be honest with you, and just get them back and then move on from there. But it's also the, the kind of subterfuge of... Uh, you know, these last two Avengers movies have been surprisingly good at keeping things under wraps. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for sure. There was tons of stuff in this movie that I had no idea. We'll talk about it. I, I, we'll talk about it in another episode, but the Sonic the Hedgehog uh, <laughs> trailer came out. And one of the things, this is such a minute detail, but um, Jim Carrey as the Dr. Robotnik looks like Jim Carrey with a mustache. And then they show a brief moment of where the mustache is all blown out, and he's putting on the goggles. And he's looks, bald. Looks more like, and he's bald like the yeah. video game character. Yeah. I'm like, why did you guys even show that? Save that. Yeah. 
there's there's a ton of things in this movie that as you know as far as the spoil the big spoilers that people would think are the the things that were really big spoilers for me were the minor things that you never knew going into it that weren't a big deal like like the well we'll eventually talk about Fat Thor. <laughs> but uh, I like I like that, Husky Thor. I thought I thought that Tony getting home was going to be the advertising made it like the, the Tony getting home story was going to be a big deal. And it was really a minor part. It was a swerve, yeah. It was a thing that was was solved almost immediately. Also, I mean, the def- the defeat of Thanos. You think, I mean, it does end up being a huge part at the end. But when it happens in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. You thought that the whole movie was going to be about them beating that Thanos. Right. It's That Thanos already had kind of played himself. Yeah, I mean, well, okay, so Tony comes back. All of a sudden, you jump. What uh, Tony's an ultra dick to to Steve because yep. he blames it all on Steve. So they get they get the um, what is the Guardians ship called? I can't the remember the what the Milano the Alyssa Milano. It, so yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's the Milano. So they take the Milano. They find out where Thanos is. They show up at his little hut on the on that secluded planet. He's all by himself, and they proceed to cut his head off. Yeah. And, but he's already destroyed the stones. He used the stones to kill the stones. Yep, he destroyed the stones. It pretty much almost killed him, and he kind of accepted his fate. So this is a this is a, a interesting spot to maybe ask about. So what's what do you think's up with Vision now? I don't know. Do I was surprised he that he didn't come back at s- you some think point he's somehow. Straight up Ultra Gonzo. I don't know because he's going to be in that they're doing a Scarlet Witch Vision TV show. They, so I, I have to assume that that's a midpoint thing. That's just yeah, I, stories about while they were kind of gone. It, yeah, it could be in the past for sure, but I don't know. Cuz Vision was a was a really cool character. I mean, he was the original character besides Thor that could pick up Mjolnir. Yeah. I mean, that was a big moment in that movie in Age of Ultron when he picked we're, it up. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to that so later. We're, we're talking in linear terms, Travis. Yes, I know. I know. Uh, so, I'm curious. That was a character I I kind of thought they were going to find a way to bring back. At least for right now, I thought they were. I mean, they could bring him back. Well, I don't know who would do it. Maybe I guess maybe I'm- Suri has some sort of... Because she was helping try to separate the stone from that's, him. That's so. true. Maybe she's got some. She's downloaded him or something like that. You know what I mean? That's true. That's very true. Um, there were one of the things that stood out to me that uh, you know, and the, I, I saw the movie getting a little flack for like, well, there wasn't really any huge. There was one huge death, and I, I you know, in a big battle like that, more people <clears throat> should have died. One of the things I kind of thought was interesting about the movie are the deaths that stayed dead, specifically how they died, which was like. Vision died horrifically. Yep, he he died a nasty death. And that death stayed. Gamora technically. Gamora from our timeline well, stayed gonna, dead. This is a good time to talk about that. I am one million percent because uh, even w- uh, I showed you that Russo uh, interview, and they make a statement about how you know people sacrifice for the stole the soul stone mm-hmm. just can't be brought back. And I think I think for Black Widow that's probably going to be a truism. But, yeah, 
I am a hundred percent convinced that uh, Guardians Three is going to be the search for Spock for Gamora. I said that too. I said that to my kids. <laughs> yeah, I, I am a million percent convinced that that's what Guardians Three is going to be. And uh, it's an interesting thing because now uh, Nebula and Gamora have kind of swapped spots, where Nebula is kind of the one that's on board with "I'm a good guy now," and Gamora is going to have all these questions like. Because she's, she's fresh off of we can't, we, working for Thanos Gamora before she meets Peter Quill. So she hasn't had all that life experience that the other Gamora had. Yeah, we're... Gamora's a, Gamora's a big hanging chad in that movie of, uh, like, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do about that. She, for all I know, she went back to her past. By the way, can I point out, Thor said... The Asgardians of the Galaxy back together again. He did say that. I came up with that line in 2017. Oh. In 2018, they came out with a comic called Asgardians of the Galaxy. Guys, Marvel, kick some money down the trap. The guy, the guy that came up with it for Marvel claims he came up with it in 2015. So I'm not going to say that it wasn't uh, parallel thinking. I'm just saying I thought of it before it was out there. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I parallel thought it before it was a big thing. I want some credit. I spoke with someone who... I was looking for my name in the credits, but I didn't see it. <laughs> that must have been a very hard look. There's yeah, I was like credits. scanning. I was like going back and forth. That's a that's a crazy thing with credits now. Of pe- People say, uh, I think I saw someone, you know, because th- there's no mid-credits or end-credits thing. Mm-hmm. And I saw someone like, yeah, there's a thing in the credits you should watch for. It's the people who worked on it. I've watched credits. <laughs> credits now, there will be like a block of like, you know, seven or eight names, by 20 names. It looks like a human eye cannot see everyone. It looks like a World War II monument of yes. names. <laughs> it looks like the it looks like the pillars of people who got dusted. In the movie. <laughs> but uh, someone I spoke to asserted a kind of funny thing of um, there was the gag in Infinity War about Gamora maybe being a little hot for. For Thor, mm-hmm. like, what if we had two Gamoras, one that ends up with Thor and one that ends up with Peter? Hmm. I don't think that Gamora is coming back, but I guess it, it's possible. No. Who that, knows? It was a. It was. What a, if it, this Gamora yeah. is is more into Thor though? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. He's a the what dude. If, what if? Yeah. The, <laughs> that Lebowski reference was pretty pretty well, amazing. He is. He is largely playing that up. He, yeah. He is playing a little Lebowski in it. I think they probably had the idea to do that, and then they dressed him up, and they're like, uh, he's Lebowski. We need to we need to use this in the movie. I, I would love... <laughs> it might be out there. It's probably out there. I would like to see the, like, what was that moment like of, like, okay, I think what we're going to do with Thor is he completely burned out, and he is Chris. Chris. <laughs> We're going to make you a suit. You're grossly overweight. You've let your hair... You haven't let your hair grow out to that, like, magical. It's, like, ratty and your beard's way too long. Not in, like, the, the beautiful way, but it's it's literally like you've just been letting your beard grow for five years. It was pretty funny when they show the flashbacks to the original Avengers movie, and his hair is just so golden and perfect. And then you see yeah. it's almost, like, dreadlocky. <laughs> it's, yeah. That, that was such a blue... Like I said... Finding out that finding out that Tony dies at the end, like I I, I expected I you, that. I told you I kind of got spoiled on 
you know, I was dumb and looking through it right. and saw the picture of Tony with mm-hmm. the with the Infinity Stones. And so Tony dying was like, oh wow, they killed Iron Man, but it didn't didn't blow my mind. Seeing Thor fat, I was like, I can't believe this is in this movie. <laughs> he and had, I can't believe I didn't know about it. Chris Hemsworth had to be like, I've been getting into shape for this Avengers movie, and now you're telling me I'm going to be fat the whole movie? I, don't, <laughs> I, I could I, have actually gotten fat for this movie, I folks. Guarantee you, I guarantee you, they told Chris Hemsworth we got a fat suit, and he said... This is the greatest day of my life. I am so excited to do this. No, he probably was like, think of all the things I could have enjoyed oh. leading up to the movie. <laughs> I think he does other stuff besides Avengers and that, that yeah. crazy physique uh, yeah. is just his brand now. It, I don't know when you saw it, what trailers they showed, but they showed the Men in Black International trailer I don't think it was on my, that's before the movie. So it was him and Tessa Thompson in two different movies together. Am I it was wrong? weird. Am I wrong or they don't really do targeted trailers anymore? Mm, I don't know. We saw, I think we saw Men in Black, uh, The Rise of Skywalker, Lion King, and the Secret Life of Pets 2, which... Yeah, we had the... We had the that, and that's the thing. This was uh, Avengers Endgame. All the trailers that were on it were trailers that were like a month or more old. Did you see Gemini Man? Gemini Man was one. Gemini Man was not on It was like Will Smith's Looper. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that trailer yet. I've heard that's pretty funky looking, but I haven't seen anything about it yet. It, it looks interesting, but it, it did seem like Looper to me. It's like a young version trying to kill the older version. Uh-huh. You like Looper? Anyway, I love Looper. I like Looper. I wanted to see a whole universe of Looper. But anyway, we're we're talking about we're talking about Avengers in game. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we were just to the point that they uh, they killed Thanos. Found out. Well, we. we well, the kill. Is there anything more? We were talking about Fat Thor, which is shortly thereafter. But uh, was there anything more you wanted to say about them killing Thanos? Uh, just the Thanos. at the end. Thanos, damn it! Just how empty it felt when they actually killed him, and then there was a time jump for five years. Yeah, and that was another yeah, thing I was super surprised five by. Five years <laughs> later. Yeah, and it was it was like the apocalypse happened. Basically, like everything was just abandoned. That that. Half of the population all of a sudden missing would be really weird. It would be really weird. And it would probably take a, a couple generations to bounce back from, honestly. But it, the way it looked like everything had been destroyed was weird. But I guess if you thought like... Half of the people who take care of things are gone. Yeah. And there was probably like planes crashing because the pilots disappeared and the co-pilot, yeah, they, you know. They kind of showed that at the in the Nick Fury thing at the end of... Uh, oh, yeah, I do remember that, yeah. When he pushes the Captain Marvel button. Yeah. There was, so the time jump was a complete surprise to me, too. People seem to have kind of... That's another... They don't really... It's weird. They don't show a whole lot of slice of life of what normal life is like after the snap. There are a few little uh, things that we'll get into. I mean, there was like the there was the AA type meeting that yeah. uh, Captain America was running, and it was basically I assume that that was like a veterans type meeting. Well, I mean, it was just for regular people that that lost people, and it was you know how they were basically crying every day about what happened. Yeah, it was like five years later; it was still emotionally scarred the the cut was fresh like it hadn't even scarred over yet still so yeah, but the, i mean you could tell that's that's what was going on in the world then on the, other the world was that, broken we'll, we'll get into the implications of stuff more in, the, in a minute but uh 
the the thing in the diner where the kids come up and want a picture with Banner. <laughs> that was funny. That didn't seem like kids who had been hurting for five years. I mean, but kid, kids saying, bounce back a little quicker. I'm just if I'm those just, kids were ten, they were five when it happened. How much do you remember from when you were five? I'm you only, know what I mean. I'm just only saying like it, we didn't get a super great gauge on what the world was like. That that doesn't matter. That's that's almost irrelevant. The Hulk thing was a huge surprise too. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to get to that. I don't want to get that yet. I want to. I want to get a little bit more in the fat Thor of. We learned that Korg and uh, Kielik are still, or Korg and Meek are still alive. Yep, they're still kicking it and playing Fortnite in new Asgard. Uh, there were audible groans in the theater when they saw that they were playing Fortnite. Uh, there was an audible groan from my wife when you saw shirt, uh, shirtless Thor. My yes, there was a, there was a like from the because <laughs> she was, was like, huh. Yeah, my Cindy was kind of like, oh, what? I said you want you always wanted me to have a body like Thor. Yeah. Wish granted. Yeah, Gabe's been <laughs> calling me Fat Thor Dad around the house. It's <laughs> adorable. That is what I look like with no shirt on. <laughs> Everybody try to picture it now. <laughs> um so I think I know uh what graphic I need to make for that. Uh, that would be too big. That'd be too big of a spoiler, I don't huh? Know what a to make. Put my head on Thor's body. That would be too much of a spoiler. I think that's gonna, that is going to be a hard part of making the graphic for it. Is you have to. It's a spoiler cast, but just making the graphic. You don't want to spoil people coming right in. <laughs> I'll take a. I'll take a graphic from Infinity War. Yeah, that'll that'll make it safe. Choice on your hand, buddy. Yep. <laughs> but uh, another another amazing thing. I I don't know if I consider this a spoiler. I was 100% convinced that there would be like a thunderclap and he'd be back to abs, man. Yeah, that, that was the other audible that groan he, from my wife. When, when he, he got... completely makes it out of the, at the other end of the movie and he is still Thorbowski. Yep. When he had uh, Mjolnir and uh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker and he starts glowing and the, the lightning comes and then he's still got a and, gut and it braids his beard yeah, yeah it braided his beard but he didn't do any crunches <laughs> braided his beard didn't really make his hair any better it would have been funny if they put a little bow in his beard like like the cowardly lion in the wizard of oz <laughs> there was a, like a like a Fly. kfc chicken bone in it. <laughs> yeah that would have been awesome <laughs> yeah like man uh you know i can't say enough about how kind of fat thor was just it, it, it that blew me away. It blew me away that they not only that they did it, but they one hundred percent committed to it. I mean, Thor always has been a character in the movies that he was. If he wasn't defeating things in battle, what was he? And I think that was that was a confidence thing he always yeah. dealt with. Like if he was victorious in battle, I'm I'm the god of thunder. I'm amazing. But when something didn't go quite right, he was always questioning himself. So when everything, he lost Asgard, he lost both of his parents, he lost his brother, he lost yeah, half of the Asgardians in the snap, so they were just basically brother, a fishing colony on Earth. Yeah, that Russo brother, that Russo Q&A, whomever it was they were talking to just said that like, Thor lost more than anyone. He mm -hmm. spent, spent five years like just mourning and shame and right. that stuff, and it just broke him. Yeah, he was, he was a broken person. And they, you know, and there, there are several moments where they, you know, <laughs> Rocket had to slap him out of it. Yeah, and he still didn't get out of it. Yeah. But uh, Thor and Rocket together were were a lot of fun. 
I look, I look, always are. If Thor is actually in Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I think that could be a lot of fun. If he's not, they have messed up. Why Why? Why set I mean, that up and then not do it? That's what I'm saying. Is like the whole, uh, yes, Guardians of the Galaxy together. Like, <laughs> If he's not in the next one, then why did you do that? Right. Well, I, I actually saw something today that they're thinking Guardians of the Galaxy 3 might start filming next year, and it was supposed to be like 2021 or 2022 before... Yeah. So it's going to come out it, faster, and I wonder if that's why. I wonder if it's like let's the, let's strike while the iron's hot the with primary, this. The primary characters like, um, you know, Robert Downey Jr. He's getting up there in age. And I, I don't know that he was so much burned out as he was. Just like I'm, just I, I don't know that I can keep pace with this anymore. Chris Evans was definitely burned out, which bums me out, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, Scarlett Johansson. I don't know if she. I mean, I guess she's going to be in another movie. So yeah, they're doing a Black Widow movie. Um, I don't know that Jeremy Renner is going to keep going to be a part of anything going forward. They've uh, got a Hawkeye is, series that's coming out on Disney Plus. Something that um, something that I wasn't aware of. Uh, Cindy told me apparently during the credits, any of the people that showed up and their signature showed up next to the character mm-hmm. is someone who's not going to do it anymore. I didn't see it for myself, so I don't know. But that was something she said. Someone told her. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to remember who. I, it was all of the originals, right? I, mean, I didn't stay for the credits. I, I got up and basically left at the end. Was Ruffalo's signature on there? Don't know. That's what I'm saying. Is I didn't, oh. I didn't watch. I didn't even know it until Cindy mentioned it a few a few days later. She said someone told her that. I do remember specifically, RDJ, Chris Evans, Scarlett Johansson. Those three for sure I remember seeing. After well, that, it gets that fuzzy in my memory. Track because you say there's going to be a Black Widow movie coming. Yeah. So I, got, I don't know. I don't know. That was something I heard. I honestly can't remember all of Truth them. Truth or fiction? I don't know. I thought it was just the original mm-hmm. Avengers that that signed their names, but I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. There was a lot to. Yeah. I was processing a lot of information <laughs> at that point. Did, did you see Chris Evans or not Chris Evans? Chris Hemsworth's signature. I honestly don't remember. Yeah. I get the sense he is in no way burned out on playing Thor. He seems to take take. He's not even thirty yet, Thor. right? I mean, he's like late twenties. I don't know. I have no idea. He's. I mean, make as many movies as you can, Chris Hemsworth. I mean, he seems to be doing so. Yeah, do it. But Why not? Make all that you can. Him being part of the Guardians is a real good idea, and they really should stick with that. And they're, I mean, obviously they're setting up something for Thor 4, maybe for Valkyrie or something. I don't know. Excellent question. Because put, he put her in charge of Asgard at the end of the movie. Is there going to be a Thor 4, or is he just more or less a guardian? I think there's going to be a Thor 4. I really do. Because uh, Ragnarok was such a hit and mm-hmm. so, so well-loved. And also Loki escaped with the Cosmic Cube. So that's, that's questionable because that's another dimension currently. Okay, I think Loki might have been the mouse that started this whole ball of rolling. Uh, I, that's that's definitely a way of looking at it. I like the. He'll I, be the I'm, Peter Pettigrew. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm gonna truck with an interpretation on what the Russo said was that in that Russo interview was, yes, the rat saved the universe. That was uh, one of the 14 million simulations mm-hmm. that Doctor Strange. I kind of, I'm a little more of a fan of the idea of 
that rat was that rat was integral and it was part of Doctor Strange saw that rat had to be there at that time. So that let's get and to that let's get to that part of the story. So it's five years later and, and all of a sudden you see Accidentally uh, Ant Man's brought back. Yeah, Ant Man comes back. And he goes and tracks down the Avengers. No, he first goes down goes and tracks down his daughter. Oh yeah, and which she's is she's probably messed up. Uh, it's five years later. How old was she in Ant Man and Wasp? Like, However old she. I mean, she was probably like sixteen, seventeen. So I don't. Someone know. was talking. About, she was ten, eleven, something like that. Someone was talking about at work today that the ages seemed a little didn't seem to quite match up by how old she looked in one versus how old she looked in Endgame. But I don't. I ain't too worried about. I it. mean, teenagers grow differently. So <laughs> she she was a teenager, right? You could tell. Sure. So I mean, he meet. Yeah, he meets his daughter. She's grown up. That's messed up that he missed five those yeah. five years of his the yeah. two characters she thought he was dead. The two characters that is so messed up with is her and Peter. Of they missed some very crazy years to miss. For sure. Like I said, that that Russo interview also talks about one of the things that that came out of it was man, that's crazy. That thing at the end where Peter meets up with I think it's Ned, mm-hmm. and it's like they look at each other like, and you. I guess in your mind, your mind plays the trick of thinking like, oh man, Ned's seen him. Ned's been worried about him. Like, oh no, Ned would have to be five years older. So Right. It, during the theater, I was like, wait a second. Why, is he st- why are they both in high school still? Yeah. and So I thought, and, uh, initially I thought maybe they used some pin particles to take him back and drop him the far from in home, the past. The far from home trip. Well, but that would make him in a... That would make him in an alternate universe. So you'd have a universe going forward without Peter. He wouldn't end up showing up again in their universe. I mean, that would explain... That would set things up if Sony's going to make movies without Marvel for Spider-Man. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but that... You know, that's a... that It's a little bit of a bummer taking into account the, uh, the Far From Home trailers. That mm-hmm. All the integral gang must have gotten dusted, which is very... Very convenient from a business point. Of right, view. if they're all back together. Yeah. Which, I mean, all of Hawkeye's family got dusted. So, I mean, it's not so crazy that yeah, it's people with no relation all got dusted too. Yeah, just that's it's just very coincidental. I figured out but that... It's, but it's messed up because you are... And I, I hope... I hope Far From Home has a little bit in there about like, man, it's messed up. Some of our best friends, it's going to be really hard for us to connect with them now because mm-hmm. they've experienced... Their life is different. Like, we're, I mean, do, what grade is, do you know what grade Peter's supposed to be in? No idea. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, just making the assumption if, if he's a senior. He's, I don't think he's a senior. But if he's a senior, like, 18-year-olds hanging out with 23-year-olds is weird, right? Yeah. So. I think so. That's kind of, that's it's a complicated world. I figured out that Tony Stark died, like, the day that I went to see it, which was Monday. Because I started thinking about the Far From Home trailer. I was like, wait a second, Tony Stark's not in there. And Nick Fury is kind of... Happy Hogan, weirdly enough, in it. Yeah, Happy's in it, but but Nick Fury kind of takes the the role what Tony Stark had been to Spider-Man. I mean, he's in France, though, so... Where the naked women dance. Yeah. You figured it out from that, huh? <laughs> yeah. Huh? There's a hole in the wall where the men can see it all. Ah, ladies don't care. But nobody cares because they're French. So, uh... From that standpoint, do you think Pepper is going to have something of the mentoring role in it? No, I don't. I think she's done because she said, like a month before the movie came out, that she felt like uh, the the Pepper Pot story had concluded with Endgame. 
Uh, I mean, sure. even though she just barely got a suit, yeah, and we just barely the, saw her in a suit. Her getting the rescue suit was cool. But I think she's done. That's fine. I guess that you know that's fine. I think I, we're gonna meet some. I think Happy's probably going to be like the face of Stark Industries or something like that in the movies. Well, they, and they, we're going to get some up and coming uh, scientist they've to continue. They've sort of shipped Aunt May with uh, Happy a little bit. I kind of want to see Happy Hogan in an Iron Man suit. <laughs> Don't you? Your little fat Thor in that Iron Man action? Yeah. Did they never do that with him in any of the movies? Uh, the Thor? No, just Happy Hogan in armor. No. That's weird. Not at all. That's weirdish. Everybody else has armor. Yeah, right? Everybody else got to. I wonder if his daughter. I wonder if his daughter is going to ultimately give him a give him an iron suit for the beautiful babies. Yeah, but they didn't really pass the torch. I mean, I guess Rhodey. They passed the torch for for Captain America, but they didn't really pass an Iron Man torch, so to speak. So it, it I wonder if I wonder if the the mech suits are done in the universe or what's going to go on there. Uh, you know the. It, I was I was thinking a little bit about that that it it would be weird going forward with the Avenger with the Avengers universe with the MCU without having a very main like this is the tech guy character and B- Banner's not that no Banner's not that that's why he kept saying it's not it's not my area of expertise hey guys hey guys you know what Mark Ruffalo's kind of awkward likability in the body of the Hulk was pretty hilarious you like that <laughs> yeah. I you could even see you know how when he talks his his bottom lip kind of like there's a scar on it or something and it, it, it kind of moves a little bit funny when he talks they hmm. did that with the Hulk character when you watch it again watch his lip because one part of his lip moves and the other kind of doesn't but they, they did that with, with the Hulk character I thought that was pretty awesome so, up, coming up to this movie we had a lot of back and forth with the hey man what's up with what's up with Brander and the Hulk right do you feel like that was satisfactorily dealt with? Uh, at first, no, but I think what they did was was really good. Because I always wanted a Hulk that was smart. I mean, they did it, they did it with, a, is it Amadeus Cho? Or, is that with the current Hulk? Are you talking Hulk? comic stuff? Yeah, in the comics. Oh, dude, it, the character the the character that uh, they were doing in the in Endgame is they've they've done a few different arcs with the smart Hulk. There's the Mister Fixit or Joe Fixit character that's the Gray Hulk. Mm-hmm. He's I wouldn't say he's like ultra smart, but he's just he's supposed to be kind of like a gangster thug type okay. guy. Um, there was an arc where they they referred to the character as Doc. He referred to himself as Doctor Green. There was a run called. Uh, I don't know if that was the Dr. Green. There was a run called the Indestructible Hulk that dealt with this idea of Banner kind of having a sort of, um, like the Banner persona took over a little more and he, he, um, God, I, I read it. It was something like he made a barter of, he had to fix as much as he smashed. Mm. And so it was like a smart Hulk. And I think they they were playing roughly off that stuff. I mean, the, the idea of there being a smart Hulk isn't a, like a, a new, like they didn't, deviate much on that no i just like that they did it in an the movies. awkward hulk not so much but i mean it was banner yeah uh i just i, I wonder what they're gonna do with him going forward with I, the hulk I, I have to believe he's gonna go back to the angry stuff i almost wonder if 
they actually might make a Hulk movie now where where he's smart Hulk. And maybe something happens and he goes back to I kind of feel like the effects the effects were the effects are good, but they stood out. They didn't feel like Thanos weirdly seems like really close to a real character where the you know Hulk banner Hulk used sparingly looks okay, but when it was like that was the character that was there to act, didn't feel as like it felt hmm. like a special effect for me. I thought it. I thought it looked even, pretty natural. Even it looks really good. It still kind of was. There was a little bit of uncanny valley on that one for me. Hmm. And and I still and I'm gonna say for my part, I feel like they did not satisfactorily uh, cash in on the stuff with Hulk not coming out in Infinity War. I think, uh, yeah, I don't think they cashed in on that. But I was going to say Thor's, fat Thor's torso. It was the most uncanny valley of them all. <laughs> that was a, No, you say that. That We found out in that interview that was mostly, that was like a CGI thing. That wasn't a suit. Yeah, it seemed like a suit, right? It, it just kind of looked like a fat suit. But. Said. <laughs> but yeah, just the, one of the big things coming out of Infinity War was, man, why won't Hulk come out? Why won't Hulk come out? And we get to Endgame, it's like, you know, we were just button heads and we came to agreement that I could use the body and the brain and the Hulk persona is just hanging out doing nothing now. Well, I mean, if you think about it, Hulk never, except for that scene at the beginning of infinity war, that's the only time he actually fought Thanos because even in, in Endgame, he had a banged up arm because yeah. he, he did the snap, the yeah. first snap yeah, that so brought everybody back. <laughs> yeah. So that it was, it was a strange thing of the last thing we saw of the Hulk was him getting a, getting beaten down by Thanos and Ubered out the area. Mm-hmm. So, so or, or, and then those, those brief moments of where he's trying to get him to come out and he won't. So, right. The, it seems like the summation, the theory on it is supposed to be that, you know, the Hulk was sick of being used as a tool which is disingenuous when you consider the Hulk basically took over for what was it like three or four years, right? And didn't let Banner and out didn't let Banner out when he was on whatever planet yeah. Ragnarok took place on. I can't yeah. remember the name right now. So, so many things to remember. So that that was a, I'm going to say that was a little bit of a disappointment to me that they they didn't really ever you know solve for the because. I don't think the actual smart Hulk was a disappointment for me. I think just no. the the explanation of yeah. how it got there yeah. was it was a little rushed or I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think there was short. A char- there was there was a character arc for the Hulk mm-hmm. that didn't get solved because you had all the stuff even from uh, you know Age of Ultron and stuff where he seemed to have a thing with. The, again, another difficult thing was the Hulk himself seemed to have a loving thing for Black Widow. Right, that that persona kind of doesn't know that she died. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how that. Well, I guess based on he was uh, pretty he was pretty messed up when she didn't come back. Based on Ragnarok, you know, um, Banner didn't know how long he'd be gone. He'd been gone or what had been going on while the Hulk had taken over. So presumably the the Hulk. I guess that's a real weird thing when they try and explain the whole thing of like, oh, Hulk felt like he was being used as a tool. How does he know? If Banner doesn't know what's going on when the Hulk takes over, you have to presume it's the same when Banner's taken over. The Hulk doesn't know what's going on. So how does the Hulk I don't know. He's being used as a I think we're going deep on the Hulk right here. Right hey. here. 
That is. That, I don't know. That's too much to talk about. Just, I th- Maybe they left post-it notes for each other. I think we're in in relative agreement that they didn't really solve for that the way they made a big deal with Infinity War, and then it's just eh, we right. just came to an agreement. Now yeah, I'm in charge of the car. Just they they built it up so much. That's why I kept thinking it's got to be something big, like it was actually Loki and Hulk yeah. is with Valkyrie or something like that. Loki I mean, that's is, what I thought. Loki in that universe is unchallenged dead <laughs> so far <laughs> well they did do the heist stuff where he yeah. got away with the with the tesseract but like we we had read in that interview that stuff is all a separate that's a separate timeline that's a different that's an alternate universe i think that's going to that set up be, his tv show too <clears throat> that could be the, it's going to be like quantum leap <laughs> and it might, might be a way to reintroduce him but it would be the same as the gamora thing is it's a different it's not their Loki per se. Quantum Leap got a shout out in Endgame. It did. Yeah. So did Back to the Future. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, a lot of time movies. Bet Bill and Ted's got a shout out. Yep. So, um, <laughs> so that kind of that kind of leads us into the time heist. Or before that, uh, them catching up with Hawkeye. Yeah. To know. And Hawkeye's thing. just murdering bad people. They. It was an excuse for them to use to use the Ronin suit. Even though they don't ever call him that, it was a cool suit. He was very uh, Arrow from season one. Yeah, he was very Oliver Queen, just going and killing bad guys. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Hawkeye's arc through that is real weird when you consider at the end of it his his family remembered it one day they were at a barbecue and then the next day, dad. And I think there's a story to be told there because he. He became a monster. He let all of his dark impulses go. And took it directly to a tattoo shop. Yeah. And just and he just started murdering people. So <laughs> he has to explain that to his wife. <laughs> the the side the hair sides can at least grow back. Yeah. He's gotta go home and his wife's like, What in the hell did you do? <laughs> so there was that. I I wish more time could have been devoted to what was going on with him. They had to scoot past that pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they, they told the story, you know, like when uh, Rhodey is a hologram and he's talking to Natasha about what he was doing and uh, what uh, Clint was doing in Mexico and stuff like that. I think they, they told a pretty good story. But again, it's so you knew he kind of went to a dark place and was murdering people. Maybe a Hawkeye series will be interesting because they do talk about, like, I don't even know if I want to find him for the stuff that he's been doing. And then again, your wife's been, your wife and your family have been gone for five years. The assumption is that that broke him and he started doing things that just, he was a broken person doing insane things. Yeah, he just let the darkness take over. It was like the Hulk taking over for Banner. That doesn't. You would think after doing that for five years, that doesn't just turn off. You can't just go back to being. No, it doesn't. But I think he, I think he did a lot of stuff like that before the family too. Yeah. As as a spy, you know, and I think he he learned how to. He was, but he was also doing that in service. He he, for all intent and purpose, became the Punisher. Yeah, pretty much. And I, Natasha did that kind of stuff too, and that's why she was so torn with her past. Mm-hmm. So, I th- yeah, I think there's definitely a story to be told there. So that gets us caught up to the time heist. Ta- the time, which we actually called. Oh, that was a pretty common theory, and that was right. Well, that it came out early that uh, I think someone had said, hey, the next Avengers movie is going to be a heist movie, and then somehow they got figured out the time thing and the, the time heist. But when we saw them in those suits, 
at first everybody kind of assumed they were going into space, but then we're like, wait a second, what if they're going into the quantum realm? Yeah. And they did. <laughs> the stuff with uh, sending uh, Ant-Man when uh, when the Hulk was trying to run the machine, that was pretty funny. He comes back as a baby and as an old man. and I think uh, somebody peed my pants, but I don't know if it was baby me or old man me. Or, or just, just regular me. me. <laughs> um, so, the time stuff. Do you care whether or not it makes sense? No, because I thought it was fun and there was humor in it and there was cool stuff. When you see uh, Cap versus Cap... And of course, past Cap thinks it's Loki. Maybe my, maybe my favorite part of the whole movie, Captain. Maybe my new, my new favorite character in the Marvel universe, America's ass. America's ass. That was pretty funny. <laughs> and just Cap, who was always language when Cap goes, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> um. So I. During the time stuff, I started thinking this movie could have been called Avengers Everybody Runs Into Everybody. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it was just that they, they were sent to they were sent to very specific moments that like the person who was most important to everyone they ran into at some mm-hmm. point, you know, like you know, Tony they, runs into his dad. Tony we we have to go to Cap this place finds and, Peggy. Like basically, the only thing is we have to go to this place and get this thing. While we're there, we both run into the person who is the most important person in the world to us. But it kind of set up what I mean. It was foreshadowing for what their their fates were going to be at the end of the movie. A so little bit, you know. It was he had closure with his dad, which he never had because he didn't have a good relationship with his dad. Yeah. So he finally got that closure with his dad. With a dad, that ain't his dad. Yeah, it is. It's a different timeline, Dad. Okay. Well, I can't think about the different timelines. That's yeah. too much. It makes the, my brain hurt. The whole... Um, when I when it came to my attention that... When they did the idea of, okay, none of this stuff. They had the whole big, crazy um, Ancient One and Ghost Banner have to super talk through. Man, I, I'm going to be honest. I enjoyed that she was in there. But a lot of what they were talking about, I just kind of like went wow. It, it was a, like a didgeridoo uh, in my head. It, it was a, <laughs> it was a scene they one hundred percent put there to say if you have any questions about the the time inconsistencies, just watch this part over and over again. Right, and I didn't I didn't catch most of what was being said about when the time stuff. When I showed you that interview, there are basically two. There are two excuses for any paradox and that's that happened in another timeline and that was part of the one true the the victory that strange saw right thing they saw it's like if people come at him with the rat thing and say well isn't that a little convenient and they say you know dr strange saw it It had to be that way as silly as it (laughs) is he saw hundreds of thousands of of uh versions of it where the rat didn't make it and things just went to hell right and he had to move on exactly from that point well, she knew who Stephen Strange was five years before he became Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know. that. Which meant she probably traveled through time, at least her consciousness. You know what I mean? I mean, that would have to be. So that doesn't necessarily mean time travel. That just could just be that she's a medium of some sort and just, it's not necessarily time travel. It's just that she sees visions of the future and she knows that, the, that Stephen Strange is important. 
I think it's important to remember that time travel probably isn't really possible, so it's all just silly made-up things. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> so, I believe in a I believe in a time travel movie that sets and it sets some established rules. But those rules confused me so much that I was just it. Didn't, it I'll tell you what. Have to be. It doesn't have to be concrete. I didn't need the the big long explanation to be honest. I mean, some people probably did. There's a large. I was I in and I was going with it, no matter a, what the explanation was. There's a large part of public that's not generally the sort of maybe toxic or pedantic people that we're talking about. There's a lot of just normal ass people who go see that movie, and they need that part for them to be okay. Okay, it's timelines. But I honestly can't remember anything they talked about in that scene. The most pertinent thing that they talked about was that part where she drew the dark timeline. Okay. And that's their way of going. That's the way of the, she drew the dark timeline theme, and and that's kind of where they established. And I guess it was the part when they were talking about all the movies. They sort of established that the the two probably most important things was a. Anytime you do anything that in the past that changes things, you sit, you make a timeline. And B, if you change something in the past, it doesn't affect the future. They should have just shown this the uh, the scene from uh, the Flash when they explained to yes, per, in, uh, in Detective Marvel's, West in Marvel's <laughs> yeah. uh, Avengers Endgame. They should have yeah. shown the scene. They the should have just said, "Here's a television show that we've watched, <laughs> and it's them explaining time to to Joe West." The Flash. The- it's from. BP Comics. <laughs> because I thought that was the best time doing, explanation I've I'm ever doing seen. The finger thing. People. Anyway, yeah. they go back in time. But those those two rules are the things that they largely stick by. Which, like I said, is anything that they did change is now a new timeline, and anything right. they, anything they did doesn't affect the prime story, the future that they're in. And I, I didn't have a problem with how any of the time stuff worked out. Which so. is why, like <clears throat> Loki getting the Tesseract. Like yes, that's a that's a reasonable explanation for how he didn't die in uh, in Infinity War. But if they do, but that back, version it's... did die. Hmm? The original version yeah. did die. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But if now the past that, one, if they use that as a way to to bring him back into the universe, it's not the Loki that we watch die. Yeah, it's the Loki that just <laughs> barely brought all of the the aliens to New York City. It's not the one that kind of had a change of heart with Thor over several movies. <laughs> yeah. And there's the stuff that they do during the time heist, they create a lot of different they they make a lot of changes with just little things. Just the part where you talked about where Cap fights Cap, that could have serious implications for cuz that Cap now thinks that Loki stole the whatever stone it is that was in his right. thing. Loki did steal the Tesseract, but Cap also thinks he did that. And Hydra also, agents think that Captain America is in yeah, Hydra now. Which I think that was supposed to play off that that storyline. That, that was supposed to be kind of a goof on that storyline they did recently where Cap was a Hydra agent. Right. Oh, it probably was, yeah. So the, but that scene was cool because he gets in the elevator and it's just like... And it's those characters It's just like Winter Soldier, Winter yeah. Soldier. And instead, I, you're waiting for the big elevator fight to happen again, yeah. and instead he just goes... Hail Hydra. <laughs> and they let him go, which in that alternate timeline now, those guys do think that Cap is a Hydra agent. Right. So what would that mean for whatever spo- whatever happens in that universe's version of exactly. the soldier? <laughs> <clears throat> it's even it's all those little things would have huge ripples for that universe. Mm-hmm. You know, uh 
So that's interesting. Uh, at that point, we're, let's see, so they heisted that. Uh, Thor went to Asgard and talked to his mother when he wasn't supposed to. Yep. Which, for that, messes up that timeline. Mm, and also, I don't know, because she said, I don't want to know. I don't want to know you're from a different time. And I don't want to know what's what's supposed to happen today. Yeah. So I don't think it changes that much. But remember, Doc Brown tried to stay away from that stuff. And <laughs> That's he, true. Yeah. Anyway. At first, I at first I was like, why didn't they bring back uh, Anthony Hopkins? But then I remembered in that in that part of um, Dark World, uh, he's in the Odin sleep. So that would explain why he wouldn't be. It just seemed like they were finding ways to have everyone cameo at some points. Right. And they could have just shown somebody dressed up like as, as Odin, but he was in the Odin sleep, and that's why. Hela never showed up in in Endgame anywhere. No. Nope. No. Not or any of the warriors. I was just I was just thinking in a weird place of yeah, uh Scar, is that his name? Scud? Scooge? Scooge? It's it's, it's gotta be Scooge. Skidoo. The guy that Judge Dredd played. No, oh. not that car- not that Judge Dredd, the other one. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I so, can't. He, I, so I guess I I had had a weird thing of like it seemed like everybody who was ever in a Marvel movie showed up, and I guess that it was pretty close. But I I think I don't know. They didn't have uh, what's his, what's her name? Uh, uh, you know, two broke girls. Never watched. She was in the Thor movie. movies. She was in the first two Thor movies. Uh, she's in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Wow, why can't I remember her name? Oh, man. Kat Dennings. Okay. I'm a huge Kat Dennings fan, and I couldn't remember her name. Sorry. Sorry, Kat Dennings. Sorry, Kat Dennings. Wouldn't have Kat Dennings in, but has the kid from Iron Man 3 at the end. I mean, he's barely in it, but... <laughs> Which, well, Travis, we'll get into it. We'll get, timeline. We're already an hour in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is tough, because, man, there's a lot of movie. We're going to try and sum it... Some made a three and a half hour movie in an hour. I mean, we've already bounced around quite a bit, so I think the further we go, the faster it's going to tie up. All right, because so we're already we're already through the through the time the time we're heist. The time heist, and that's where Nebula betrayed like young new or uh, new Nebula gets caught or old Nebula gets caught. New Nebula takes her place. It's because her operating system recognizes the other nebula that's just showed up and that's something they didn't foresee happening is that they would sync operating systems and it, and it gives it i thought it was very clever it's kind of clever was yeah. it maybe not something that was ever kind of in yeah, it, it's great i really enjoyed nebula in the movie by the yes. way yes karen gillen killed it was it cool considering considering this movie was about the original avengers she had a huge part she did, in this movie right. yeah You're crazy so good for her. Um, I'm so a fan of hers too. The Thanos that they end up having the huge battle with is the Thanos who doesn't have any of the Infinity Stones yet. Yep, he's never even got, gotten one yet. Kind of crazy. You get the children of Thanos come back very briefly. Mm-hmm. So they they get two movies where they're not utilized very well. <laughs> um, so Thanos uses her. Uh, uses old nebula to find out where they are and then uses new nebula to heist their heist kind of right and so that's when things are, like they're wherever that uh 
that base is. Marvel has, has kind of perfected the idea of our huge battle. Is, we, we are going to establish there's a place where no one is so we can have a huge battle with no civilian casualties. I mean, by the time that battle starts, you don't even recognize that it was at the Avengers compound. I guess it's what pe- it's what people get for bitching it in the original about, like, you know, a lot of people must have died in New York. Right. Like, okay, you think... Okay, fine. Battles take place on uh, abandoned airstrips and at remote bases. I mean, that was... I think the the movie that people really made a big stink about that was Man of Steel. No, they made... There were... Well, that's how you got Batman v Superman, is that they dumbassedly cashed in on that. No, the original Avengers movie got a lot of that backlash of the, the battle in New York. Like, yeah. There must have been massive civilian casualties. They need to address that. It's not real. Everybody. Suffering thug attack. It's make-believe. Who's this guy? Uh, this is the guy who just, like, look, man, I need to find there, there was something wrong with the movie that broke it for me. And the, the thing that broke it for me in Avengers original was uh, lots of people must have died. And really, the Avengers have to be accountable for that. And um, What's your name, character? My, my character name is uh, Trilby Hat McDuffin Like Women. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, even though my name implied that I don't have any problem with women, I just think they need to insert them correctly into movies. <laughs> I mean, like, look, man, like, I think that we need diversity in movies, but stop forcing it on me. <laughs> I don't, you know, you have to, I, 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 th- I don't have any problem with women being in movies, but like, quit shoving it down my throat. So you like diversity better when it's one uh, person of color or one woman? In the movie, that's. I mean, look, man. That's the perfect okay, amount of diversity. Black, I don't know why we need to worry about anything else. <laughs> uh, that. Where were we in the scene. actual movie? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were just talking about the, uh, just the giant battle. Oh yeah, we skipped ahead a little. Where? Oh, we were talking about Nebula. Nebula. Yeah. Okay, so then that's how that's how Thanos ends up finding them. I'm I'm gonna say Thanos because they say Thanos in the movie. I know oh, you're still sticking with Thanos, it's, but it's for those of you out there, I'm noticing it too. <laughs> it's embedded in me. He he will not change. I don't. There's no diversity in Thanos's name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, stop stop shoving Thanos down my throat. <laughs> I I have known of the character for obviously dumb you know a long time. And right. I, I've never heard the name said out loud, and I always just read it as Thanos. So now that they keep calling him Thanos, it feels weird to me. I first uh, met Thanos when he was called Darkseid. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Cool. DC and drop. Which movie did you meet him in? <laughs> uh, it was probably uh, the old Superman cartoon, actually. Oh, okay. Okay. No, it's... It, I don't care that much, but it I, is I honestly part of that. I've called it. I've called the character that for so long that calling it Thanos just feels weird in my mouth. Like, uh, how was it you pronounced Hermione? I think Hermione. I, I think it was like Hermione. Hermione. I'd never heard the name Hermione before. So when when it's spelled H E R I, I bet you there's a bunch of ten year old girls named Hermione now. Yeah, yeah, and there's a bunch of ten year old boys named Anakin. It doesn't mean that it's okay. <laughs> I do, I do think Hermione was an actual <laughs> real name. I just, for whatever reason, hadn't heard it until up until that right, point. Right, right. Whereas Anakin is a made-up ass name. Like Petunia. No one should ever name their kids. <laughs> Sorry, people out there named Anakin. Your parents messed up. With yeah, it's that. not your fault. Or I mean, there was people out there that named their kids Stockton Malone. 
and then whatever their last name is. And like those, and those people are jerks too. Yeah. yeah, no, it's the same thing. It's just a different, a different mess up. Anyway, back to Avengers Endgame. We were Thanos shows up. Thanos shows up. Uh, things go all to hell. He decimates the. This is after the snap. So Hulk puts on the the glove. Oh yeah, that's right. And that's makes the snap. Showed. That's right. Hulk put on the glove. Does the snap. You get a you get a phone call from Hawkeye's wife. That's right. Uh, Ant Man's looking out the window. All of a sudden, there's birds flying around. He's like, I think it worked. That was an interesting thing of where birds. Ant Man <laughs> saw some birds, which yes, I understand. Half of life was snuffed out, mm-hmm. but. Do you think he recognized those birds? Yeah. He's like, he did. Guys, guys. <laughs> also, Ant Man wouldn't be the character to do that because Ant Man was never there for this. Yep, and he had never been there before. It's not it's not a breaking thing, but it was silly because how would you look out the window and go, Hey, there's birds. Guys, I think those are birds that weren't here before. Maybe he saw them appear out of nowhere or something. Entirely I don't know. Possible. We'll we'll give him the bit it's of It's silly and it doesn't matter. But then they <clears throat> that's right, they do they do the snap, and Hulk is messed up. Yeah, it tears, it rips up his arm. Tears him a new one. Yep, Matt Thor tries to do it, and they won't let him. Yep, they wouldn't let him do it. What would have happened? Everything would have had cheese on it. That's what would yeah. have happened. <laughs> it would have, it would have smelled like delicious bacon. Uh, <laughs> so they, uh, actually, I think that's a when things get messed up. <clears throat> again, you can. You can look at through through the lens of it's it's pretty convenient that everybody just lived. Nobody was even really that hurt. But you know what? I want to I want to see those characters keep going. Right. And that was a. What really do you cool want to kill half the characters for real? There was some really cool stuff in there of you know Hulk holding up the whole building while <laughs> Rocket's drowning. And, mm-hmm. You know Hawkeye running through it with the gauntlet while he's being chased by the. Demon dogs. Then Ant Man finds them and becomes giant man. Yeah. There was a lot that that ending scene. There was so much going on. Apparently, there's uh, the Ravagers show up at some point. That was, and Howard the Duck is with them. And I don't even remember seeing Ravager ship showing up. I so. can definitely tell you during the battle because um, you know. So they go out to confront Thanos. There's a bunch of fighting. Uh, one of the best things in the movie being. Um, you know, Fat Thor goes out to fight the good fight and gets beat down. And Thanos is pushing the... I didn't even try to do it that time. That's just how it comes out of my face. <laughs> um, Thanos is pushing the, the Stormbreaker down into uh, Thor's, Thor's chest, chest plate. Yeah. In, I don't know if you know this, Travis. That was a mirror of what happened in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know... Mjolnir comes flying past. I thought it was going to end up in Captain Marvel's hands. How about you? I thought this is where Captain Marvel shows up to the fight. No, it, but it, it wasn't. Flew past him, and I mean, the you know, there's com there's comics lore. I'm, let me put on my hat again. There's comics lore for Captain America being one of the few people that can wield mm-hmm. Mjolnir. Well, when if you go back him, to what was it? Was it Age of Ultron where he tried to lift it and it budged? And it budged. Yeah, and, and it, Thor's like, oh, that. That part, that part bothered me. With my with that hat on, that part I was like, "Come on, man! He's supposed to be one who can do it. Why won't you let him do it?" Oh, you, the the budge bothered you. The budge bothered me because okay. he's supposed to be able to do it. Okay. It doesn't matter. That was it was pedantic and poopy. So in this movie, so in this movie when it flew past, I'm like, "Come on, man! Come on, man!" And when it hit Steve's hand, like 
the very childish version of me, like I just want to, like yeah, yeah, you're like Whoa, yes. So and you know the the fight with him with that was really cool, but you know the basement on that is like all of them had a, a bit of fight time with with Thanos, mm-hmm. and Iron Man, Thor. and apparently Thanos is one of the most unstoppable people in the galaxy because he took on everybody yeah. at one point. Yeah, that's that's who he's supposed to be. They they very much have built him up to be that indomitable. You know? I mean, in in the first movie, I just kind of assumed it was because he had some uh, stones, you know, so he would use the stones to do this or that. But this was actually just hand to hand combat. No, he didn't have any any tricks up his sleeve. Thanos is is uh, tough stuff, and he's he's what he's like the last Titan. So it makes sense that you know you don't really get a. You don't get a feel for how powerful his race is because he's the last one. Right. So, but yeah, everybody fights him. Everybody gets whooped on pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you have the really cool moment where all the portals open up and all the people come back. Yep. Because it seems like all is lost and <coughs> this is the end of it. And that was a really cool. That was a really <clears throat> cool shot. That was a really like once you hit that part of the movie, I definitely was sitting in my seat and watching all this stuff and the whole ensuing battle that, and I was thinking, you know what, this, P, you know, people can complain and stuff about, you know, these movies looking like video games or all that stuff. I was sitting there going, like, this is spectacle. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, if you went to, like, Terminator 2 on the, the opening night, if you went to The Matrix on the opening night, this is spectacle. This is you sitting and watching something that is more than, more than a movie. Oh yeah, it was an event, and and just like you were saying, you didn't notice those cameos. There were parts where I was watching things happening, going like I'm watching, going like, okay, I have to try to just enjoy this because there's no way I'm going to be able to see everybody doing everything. It was it was one of those things where I wish when the movie was over, you could just go buy the Blu-ray and walk walk out with it and go watch it at home again, so yeah. you could go frame by frame and see what. Because there was so much to see. You know, so many amazing moments of, you know, uh, Tony and Pepper fighting back to... I mean, Pepper showing up in the armor. Mm -hmm. Tony and Pepper fighting back to back. You know, moments with Peter. uh, You know, moments with Strange. Just... The movie... This was the part at the end of the movie where there were a lot of characters that probably deserved a lot of screen time. Like, Black Panther is awesome. He's not there very long. No. But he's but got he's got so much cool. ahead of him in phase four. Except for <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you one thing that I really cannot forgive the movie for. No Wakanda forever. I wanted that so badly. When hmm. he came out of the portal and he says some stuff and they're they're you know doing the shot stuff, I just want I wanted one Wakanda forever. And I, uh, I think it's because they were fighting for the whole universe, not just Wakanda. I think it was... Nah, man. The, you know the, what I mean? The Wakandans are for Wakanda. <clears throat> I, but that's just... For for the truth, I just wanted... I just wanted one and I didn't get it. Hmm. Yeah. They could have thrown it in, I guess. Yeah. So, But the whole battle, just way cool. Lots of cool moments. The fact like, that he had any lines at all was... I mean, a lot of those people didn't have any lines at all. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy, I think... Uh, rush through a lot of that. Drax. There was an I am group. Drax rush. didn't say anything at all. I don't think he said anything. He said he said stab. <laughs> that was funny when he jumps on the back of somebody and just starts stabbing. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Drax said. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it's just just so much cool stuff going on. And you know the 
It was just part, so much to see. The part where all the ladies were together that was very contrived. I really enjoyed There's that. There's a whole big battle going on. I don't see why they all got a band together. The, the scene where uh, Captain Marvel finally shows back up. That was cool where he's like doing the rain fire, and then all of a sudden it starts shooting off in the distance. Yeah, and then she just goes through the the giant ship. just Like that at the end of Captain Marvel, when she just started flying through... Uh, the Kree ships, I was like, yes, this is what I want. I need somebody just to be dominant. <clears throat> and she wasn't complete. I mean, she was kicking Thanos's butt for a while, and then he eventually got the best of her. But he got the best of everybody. It's like she held her own as much well. as anybody else. But <coughs> when when they did bring all of the all the female characters together, I thought it was really cool. Yeah, so did I. It gave me goosebumps. I was cool with it. And then it showed them all, all kicking ass. The uh, that and and Steve Rogers getting Mjolnir were like the highlights of the of the, the fight for me. Like thro- throwing the shield behind him and then hitting it with Mjolnir to do uh-huh. impact behind him. All yeah, cool stuff. <laughs> um, the Thanos versus uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, I don't know that he. I don't feel like he got the best of her so much as the the sort of impetus for their fight was. 100% fighting over the stones. And so he, he was so about... He beat her as he knocked her back fast enough to get a hold of it. Yeah. And he was about to snap, and she's the one that stopped <laughs> she, the snap. She held his fingers back. That was cool. I thought she was going to break break his fingers, like, backward. That would have been cool. But, I mean, stopping it was cool, too. But I thought she was going to, like, rip his thumb off or something yeah, like that so he couldn't work, snap. And then it was, you know, and then it's the big moment. Then it's Tony. Yep. Tony didn't Tony didn't defeat him so much as he pulled a really cool sleight of hand. It was basically like what what we said, and then somebody stole the meme about uh, uh, Little John from from yeah. Robin Hood. Yeah, he did kissing the stones. But it, but it kind of did make contextual sense because he wasn't Thanos wasn't wearing the gauntlet. He was wearing the gauntlet that uh, Tony built. So it makes sense just as long as he could get his hand on it that mm-hmm. he could integrate integrate. Yeah, basically, it just built into his suit. And that whole scene, I mean, it's it's just a few seconds long, but you see it kind of closing down onto his hand, and you're like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And the, the you know, the I am inevitable and I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man. <laughs> I thought he said it, I thought he said it rather flippantly, which was good. So, and, you know, Thanos bust ass, sit down, and dust out. There was a lot of him just kind of sitting down in this movie. Do you think... It made me think, I should probably enjoy sitting down a little more. Is there any chance that old Gamora got dusted? I don't think so. How would Tony know not to dust her? I don't think she's dusted. I'm just saying... I think if she got dusted, they would have shown that she was dusted. Yeah, probably. But they also never showed her at the end of the movie, so... How would Tony know? I don't know. I don't know how he would know, to be honest with you. <laughs> or maybe it's a maybe it's a decision just in as much of snap, get rid of the enemy. Because he doesn't know who the Ravagers are. He doesn't know. I true. mean, there's Very a lot true. of people that showed up. He had no idea who they were. Very true. So it's more of a kind of a spiritual thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. More or less. So, I, I, yeah, I think she probably doesn't. I mean, obviously, she doesn't have a connection to Peter Quill or the other characters. Like like she did in the in the other movies, so she, I think she's just off on her own, and it'll be like you said, search for Gamora. Yeah. But yeah, the ending, him him dying, he has a moment with 
with Peter Parker, and then he has, he has a moment with Pepper. <laughs> yeah, more or less. <coughs> but and it's all good. The funeral, very touching. And then the thing with Cap. We didn't even talk about Black Widow dying. <laughs> that part's that you know, it's part of the heist. That part's again, like I told you, I get what they were trying to do. And you know, it, sure, it probably felt different for different people. For me, I felt like they never quite got a beat on what they wanted to do with those characters. I honestly didn't I honestly didn't know which one was gonna die in that whole scene because you'd think one is jumping off and then the other one catches the other one and yeah. it, it went back and forth so many times I honestly didn't know if if you're going to do the math on it you know the assumption has to be it's going to be Widow because Hawkeye got that family yeah I, I think I read somewhere where originally it was going to be Hawkeye that died I, w- I will say I was surprised that Tony died considering he had a daughter. I know, that definitely... The daughter, th- the daughter in and of itself surprised the hell out of me. And I started... When they introduced the daughter, I was like, oh, maybe they're not going to go back in time because going back in time could change... Yeah, that was something that I... The timeline and she wouldn't exist anymore. But, I mean, obviously that wasn't the case. But, yeah, when, when you, you meet his daughter, you're like, well, maybe he doesn't die. You know, but I think it makes it it makes it even more tragic. It's a really cute moment with her and Happy at the funeral. Yeah, or she wants cheeseburgers. Yeah, your dad like cheeseburgers. Your dad like cheeseburgers too. <laughs> Let me tell you about this president where you can get all the cheeseburgers you want if you go visit him. <laughs> all you have to do is win a national championship. Yeah. So, um, so you know, we have the cap thing. We so, we sort of talked about it. You know, he went back and married when, Peggy. When, yeah, when you saw Cap from behind, I honestly, I was like, is he old or he, did he go back to a regular Steve Rogers before the serum? I, I couldn't tell. Too. Yeah, I thought, I thought that too when they're walking up to him. Um, so he went back and married a Peggy. Mm-hmm. He didn't marry Peggy. He went back and married a Peggy. So, answer me this. I can't remember. I was asking my sons about it. The blonde girl that he hooks up with that is related to Peggy, that was like her niece he or... He hooked up with her. I think they did. They didn't ever hook up. They, um, that stuff happens in, I think it's Winter Soldier, and he's... So in Winter Soldier, there are some moments where they're kind of... I think it's Widow who's talking to about, like, like Steve, you got to accept that you're here. You need to get right. out there and maybe start. And there's maybe a, a brief moment, because he... He only knows her as his neighbor at that point. Mm-hmm. And it's not until later that he finds out that she's an agent. And then you find out kind of after that of like, well, I'm Peggy's daughter. And I think... Was it was it granddaughter or was it some like a grandniece or something like that? I think it was... I don't think it was... It was some... I, I, I am not prepared to answer that correctly. Anyway, that kind of creeped us out a little. At any point, at any rate, I think what I remember out of, of Winter Soldier was that it was, it was implied that... When he started flirting with her, it was probably she was just supposed to, you know, watch over him and be friendly. But when it started to be flirty, it was like, oh, this is kind of my job, and I need to tell you now that I'm, I'm also. I mean, they did make out in one scene when they they're hiding under a bridge, and she comes and brings, I believe, his shield and some other stuff. I thought that was Black Widow that he did that with. Nope. I don't think he ever kissed Black Widow unless they were hiding from somebody. I thought that they were hiding from someone there and they kissed. The only I think, yeah, but I don't think that was a romantic thing. No, I think the only wasn't. the only person Black Widow was romantic with was Bruce Banner. 
No, I I think that the, that he kissed Black Widow. And I don't really think there was ever a point where he's romantic with her, kissed that woman. But mm. you know what? Neither of us know for sure. No one can ever know. That movie, all copies have been burned, as far as I know. <laughs> so anyway, the he... only movie that has not been burned yet is Endgame. So we can only talk right. about that because it's the only movie in existence currently. Basically, well, my son goes, "Are movies <laughs> done now? Are they going to be able to top this?" Uh, I mean. I hope people aren't expecting it to be top. They're basically going to have to start from scratch now. Right. So Cap comes back. He was supposed to be back in five seconds. He doesn't come back on the platform where he disappeared. He was he was going to take all the stones back exactly where they were. So then he comes back and they see he him sitting did on take a bench. The owner with him with, which yeah. I and I he didn't bring thought, back. I initially thought like, hey, wow, that's kind of selfish taking that with you. And I thought, oh, he's got to go take and put that back too, because. Yeah, that, you're, you're right. That dimension would be pretty F-bombed if Thor did not have Mjolnir. That's that. a very good point. Yeah, I was wondering why he took it and didn't bring it back. But yeah, because Thor took it from his past because it didn't exist anymore. on Thor <laughs> part. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it ended up being integral. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to talk too much about it because we're way over. But... Um, he went back and married a Peggy that became another dimension that also had another cap in it. So, Or did it? Maybe it was a dimension where they never found him because there was never... No, that, that, that interview said that there was another cap in that dimension. Oh. So the assumption is that cap thaws out and does the whole thing where he comes back to see what happened to Peggy and goes like, Dude, seriously? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. He just finds Cap. You know what though? That it's entirely possible that there would that it, from what you know about the Steve Rogers character, that he would get thought out, go to meet her, and see that she did get to have a life with me. I don't get to. I was never going to get to, but she did get to have a life with right. me. But then he also looks in the mirror and goes, "But I'm Captain America." So yeah. I, I guess. But and, and also <laughs> there are in that in that they alluded to the possibility that there are stories to tell with that. Chris Evans seems to be done with Captain America, but that doesn't mean he'll be done with it forever. Yeah, I think they will probably make some Captain America movies in the past. Uh, he passes the torch on to Falcon. It, there was a lot of conjecture between people: is it going to be Bucky? Is it going to be Falcon? Well, well, well we know those, it's Falcon now. Both of those two have been. Captain America. Right, exactly. But I, I, I guess they figure Winter Soldier on its own. Where it, They had a movie called Winter Soldier. Well, so also, I, if I remember correctly, Bucky is Captain America. Some of the implication was he wasn't a very good Captain America. And he also had a dark past where he's and that, killed that, a bunch of people. Of the, the Bucky America wasn't... I think that was part of why Bucky America kind of came out right. as not a good cap. And where, you know, before he disappears, he says, Sam, you're a good man. And then but, he passes it also, on to, to Sam. They're having that. They're having that. That was one of the things I wondered. Like, oh, why are we having a Bucky and Falcon? What? what how come those two were decided that they make a series? And like, oh well, maybe maybe it's going to be about that they kind of trade back and forth. I mean, it could be. But Buck, Bucky also gave his blessing a little bit because Sam's yeah. looking at Bucky like, should I do this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, take it. I. It's another thing I want. I, I hope that that series is about him being Captain America. I hope we get to see the funky Captain America Sam Wilson suit. I just hope he flies. Because I thought Falcon flying was pretty cool. No, the 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 Sam Wilson Captain America, it is definitely, it's a mix of... It's a Falcon, okay. It's a Falcon Captain America, yeah. Is it an eagle? 
I can I can show you pictures relatively quick while we're finishing up here. Because so, is there anything else that we're missing from it? Because it's still carried on. <sighs> I, yeah, I mean, I saw it one time a couple days ago, and there was so much. What happened after that? What was the thing that they did that was the absolute end of the movie? After the that? absolute end of the movie. I think after that was, that was after the funeral, right? Yes. So then after that. Yes. No. Was so. was Thor. I think it was Thor on the... Went off with the Guardians. Yeah. They didn't show what uh, uh, Hulk ended up doing, I don't think. No. And then they show Hawkeye with his no, family. They, was it the conversation between Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch? Was that the end? Was it might have been. Cause they, yeah, where they both lost. It is way weird that I can't somebody. remember what the end of it was. There was so much I'm going on. Relatively ashamed of myself. I can't remember what the. Uh, I'm not. I'm surprised we could uh, remember this much. There was so much to remember about that movie. There was no stinger at the end or anything like that. No, no, there was. Here's a picture of what uh, Falcon Captain America looks like. All right, I like that suit. I like the wings. Because the Falcon wings are cool. I had a Falcon toy when I was a kid, so I liked Falcon. It's a, a kind of cool character. I've, Remember I those like Secret him. Wars toys? Did you ever have those? No, I never had those. They had the wings that popped out, and he even came with a little Falcon that sat on his arm. So, ashamedly, we kind of flubbed what the exact end of the movie was because I'm an idiot. And uh, so, I think, I think the end of the movie was uh, uh, Steve and Peggy dancing, right? I think that that was the end of the movie. It was Steve and Peggy Steve slow dancing. Yeah. To some uh, you know, whatever to some, that. To some credits music. Dun, 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 it, I I dun, believe dun, the name dun, of the song was dun, dun, called It's Been a Long Time. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the end of the movie. Which it definitely has. It had. Yeah, it's been a long Speaking time. Speaking of things that been have been a while. Time, <laughs> I feel like um So what I'm thinking of is this episode's gone way over. What if when you come back from your vacation, we can have an episode that will somewhat cover what we think is in store for like speculation or maybe there's news at that point. Yeah. Okay. So maybe you know we can be done on this one. Do you still want to do magic Mike or do you feel like, yeah, let's do it. It doesn't have to be super long. Let's do, give me the thumbs up when you're ready to be. Cause I was going <coughs> to, Basically, go. Hey, how come, how come they didn't put me in the movie? You know. <laughs> well, I was gonna play. It's still on. I was because the Ravagers were there. I was gonna play. Right. Like, hey, I heard you were there, man. Yeah. So okay. Um, Leave a space. So what I'm thinking is, uh, it's what I'm thinking is. It's time for Magic Mike. You did. I think so. Yeah, I think so and too. You said you you thought there was a cameo. There was quite catch. a few, yeah. You didn't catch Howard the Duck, and you didn't catch um, the Ravagers. Right. Do you know who voices Howard the Duck? I have no... Oh, I can't remember the off the top time, of my head. The only time he ever spoke was that brief moment that he's at the end of... Was that the first Guardians movie? Yeah, or was it Thor? No, he was in Thor Ragnarok, though, too, right? Was he? I think he was on that planet. Oh, I think you might be right. I don't remember who did but the I voice, though. I don't know though. that he talked or if you just briefly saw him. He was. Yeah, he said. I don't remember who voiced him. About how the alcohol burns on the way down. Right. But, right. So, 
Is there any way we could talk to Sylvester Stallone about this and get his input? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk to let's talk to Sly. All right. Doki Artichoke. From Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Sylvester Stallone. Yes, that's the only right. thing he's been in. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's done a couple things. Stop or my mom will shoot. Yeah. Uh, Judge Dredd. Oh, yeah, those Rocky movies. Yeah. Rocky slash Creed. Yeah, All right. Uh, the one with, you know, Billy the Machine Gun Kid. That one. It was a classic. Actually, uh, Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone, both a part of the Marvel Universe. True. Killmonger. Look, look, man. Every major actor at this point, <laughs> you, you will you'll be hard-pressed. Daniel Day-Lewis will not do it. You'll be hard-pressed to find many actors who have not been part of the Marvel Universe. Don't you want to see Daniel Day-Lewis as Doctor Doom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doy I want to see that, but he's... Well, he's done. Daniel Day-Lewis said he's not making movies anymore. We'll see. So, I can ask Stallone. Maybe he's You'll, he'll show up doing hot dog commercials in Japan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Strawberry shortcake. Hey, yo, yo, Mick. Mick? Yeah, you Mick? Hey. Sly? Yeah. Hey, uh, you Mick? No. Well, you know, you know I am hey. Mick. Hey, hey, Mick. How you doing? It's been, it's been a while, Mick. It's how, been a while. How, how you doing? I'm you you met my good. turtles? Uh, the name is uh, Cuff and Link. Uh, yeah. I, I like turtles. I like turtles, too. So, uh, the, Ninja the Turtle. Use? Secret of the Ooze. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, live in, I live in Philadelphia. There's ooze all... You would walk down the street and you'll step in some ooze, you know? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You know? <laughs> hey, hey, am I talking to Rodney Dangerfield? Uh, no. <laughs> I tell you. No. Uh, hey. uh, I'm a... Uh, I'm a... Uh, hey, Sly, can I call you Sly? I'm a... Uh, what, what's my... I'm a... Uh, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> so, uh, can I call you Sly? Just for, uh, for time's sake. I don't know what it means, but a lot of people say it. So, yeah. yeah all right. Go ahead. You're a lot of people, aren't you? You, you, I, you? Yeah, I guess you could. No, a lot that. of people. That's a lot of people. There are a lot of people. I'm a lot of people. We're all a lot of people. People need people. And if you can change and I can change, we all can change. So, you know? Sly, hey, you're, you're I, part of the... I am the law. Yeah, hey. I am the law. Uh, Sly, you're part yeah. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I was in uh, Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I yeah. can tell you were maybe in Endgame briefly. Oh, well, uh, I mean, my, my ship. Uh, the, the Ravagers, that's what we're called. And my ship was was in the movie. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, we, uh, we, we fought. Yeah. 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 What well, kind you of fighting like, style did you use? Well, did you give the old one too? Uh, well, no. I was like uh, pulling the trigger on on the gun thingy, and it was like shooting at, at the bad guys. Were you wearing? Yeah. So you were in a cockpit then? Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was on. I was on on deck. So. Yeah. <laughs> as that you weren't necessarily on camera. Did yeah. you wear your Guardians attire or did you sneak in there in the stars and bars? I mean, I haven't taken it off for like three years, man. Oh. I mean, yeah. I, I wear, you see Creed 2? I was wearing my Guardians of the Galaxy stuff underneath my Rocky Balboa sweatshirt, you know? Sly, I'm a little yeah. ashamed. I, I didn't see Creed 2. I haven't seen so, it yet either. So, yeah. yeah, I was in it though. You were in it? Yeah, because I was on the poster and stuff, you know? Creed's really good. Creed's really good, yeah. And you, I almost really died in Creed, it. you know? Yeah. You, 
A lot of people thought I was gonna die in Creed, but I you know, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I, I didn't. That, you know, you're right. You didn't die in Creed. Don't you think uh, the, the, they brought back a, a lot of people for the uh, the in-game movie? Uh, uh, Natalie Portman was in it. She's from Star Wars. I don't know if you if you know anything about Natalie Portman. She was a she was a queen on Madala. You to know. think of her in the professional. And uh, they brought back Renee Renee Russo. Great, she's a great actress. Lethal Weapon's yeah. finest. Yeah, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> uh, the Tailor of Panama, I think. Uh, great actress. Uh, they didn't bring me back on screen. You know, you weren't, you weren't ever on screen. Uh, I don't think so. Not I mean, I tried. I, I kept like jumping in, and they'd go cut. Sly, stand over there. We didn't invite you. And I was like, hey. But I, I kept trying to be in the movie. I, I dressed up as a Wakandan. You, and how'd you get there? What? If they didn't invite you, then how did you get there in the first place? Well, I'm Sylvester Stallone. I just showed them my Oscar. And they're like, okay, Mr. Stallone, you, you go should, in. But I, I try. I dressed up. You Oscar or you showed them a DVD copy of your movie Oscar? Both. It was Which auto- one was the one that got you in? It was it was the golden one actually. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I tried dressing up as an as a Wakandan to sneak in, and I don't know how they figured out I wasn't Seems from Wakanda. Appropriate slide. You know, I, well, I didn't like paint anything. I was just I was dressed up. I had some like gloves on, and I was like Wakanda forever. And I, I would have liked to have seen that part. Yeah, you, they cut it out of the movie because I'm the one that yelled Wakanda forever. And then yeah. they're like, now we can't use it because we'll have to give him a writing credit. And he won an Oscar for writing Rocky. Damn, and that's a big that's a big chunk of money. So they couldn't use it in the movie because I said it. But I, uh, I just thought, you know, uh, the movie would have been over a lot faster if I'd have been down there and I just like, you know, you know, punch Thanos right in the face, like Swinging on. right in that purple rigid chin. You know, I, I would have hit him right in the Somebody jaw. Just come up and whisper in your ear, like, "Rocky, he's Russian." Yeah, I mean, he would have hit me a couple times, but I would have like leaned against something. Rocky don't go down. Not that I'm Rocky, I was like some sort of Nova guy. You beat but, Clubber Lang. No reason that you could yeah, beat Thanos. Yeah, I, I beat everybody. I would have beat Thanos. I would have punched him right in the face. He would have fallen down, and then people would have been like counting to ten while they took that glove away from him. Movie's over. Iron Man lives, but no, they don't put Sly in the movie. I don't know. I could have saved the universe, you know? You know? I have to get with Stephen Strange and see what this would have done for one of his simulations. But instead, I was in the back, and they're like, hey, Sylvester, can you, like, order pizzas? And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll order the pizzas. So I was like, hey, pizza guy, we're going to order some pizzas. Uh, let's get some red sauce. I like the red sauce. And then we'll get some pepperonis, and we'll get some sausage, probably Italian sausage, because I'm the Italian stallion. And then uh, we'll get some uh, onions and some mushrooms and some peppers. I like the green peppers, not so much the red peppers. Red peppers are a little too sweet for... The stallion for, don't like it a little of spice. Yeah, I mean, he's like, so you want a combination? And I was like, yeah, I should have just said that 10 minutes ago. And then we got some pizzas. What about the black olives, though? Uh yeah, I mean, yeah, black olives are okay. I kind of like green olives. I, I'm more like Mediterranean. I kind of like that, you know, that tartness from the green olives. But, yeah, man, 
I should have just punched Thanos. I did punch Josh Brolin, <laughs> but they cut it out of the movie. When taking in con- into consideration your adoration for uh, Green Olives, the truth of the matter is, you should have just punched Thanos. That's what I'm saying, man. Well, I think we've come to a good agreement on this. All right. Thanks, uh, thanks for having me here. I, I, I appreciate, appreciate you it. Uh, Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. I would like to cast you back to the Rockies. All right. See you, Mick. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> it's quite a time you missed. How was Mr. Stallone? He was uh, he was thoughtful. Thoughtful. All right. Cool. Thoughtful. Is it, Have any good insights on the movie? Been this entire damn episode. <laughs> Did he have any behind-the-scenes nuggets for us? Uh, yeah, you know, he he was on set, but he wasn't invited. Well, I mean, he just popped in for a for a quick hello. I assume he gave me he gave me a moment to remember that the movie Oscar existed. <laughs> oh, I wish I could have met him. Well, you know what? Maybe sometime you'll give me the mic and uh, you can talk to him. <laughs> And I can take a rest. <laughs> All right. Speaking well, of rest, we've both earned one. Yes, I think so. So uh, at the end of this unfortunately long, but, you know, hey, sorry, not sorry, right? Right. This fun time that we've had. It was a movie it. that we both absolutely loved. Uh, we still have plenty of thoughts <laughs> that we've tried <laughs> to hold back. Uh, we'd love to hear about your thoughts about how Endgame went. If you'd like to talk to us about... Uh, how you felt about um, the if you were sad that Ant Man did not climb into Thanos' butthole? Oh, thank goodness that wasn't in there. Please, please tell us your your butthole slash fic at uh, later to the tater at gmail Give us thoughts and theories. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, if you've enjoyed this this chatter, please subscribe to our podcast. Hey, make try. Like, start tagging me on, like, uh, Asgardians of the Galaxy stuff. That way, if they make the movie, maybe I can be have a cameo. Uh, start tagging me on Thanos' butthole stuff. <laughs> I love it. Can't get enough of it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, subscribe, please. Uh, we would love some ratings and a, a short review, if you wouldn't mind. Would just be doodly dandy. Tell your friends, mostly. Word of mouth is very important. Yes. So, get our name in your mouth. Get it out in front of people who like podcasts, <laughs> please. Uh, as per the usual, Blue Wave Theory is uh, our front and back music. We adore them and thank them for that usage. Thanks, uh, folks. Is there any anything you'd like to talk about? Anything you got to plug? Uh, probably going to be in Cali once this comes out. Going to be in Southern California. Uh, May 10th, I'll be doing a show called Comedy Heights. That's a It's a PG-rated show. And that's in San Diego. And then the 16th, I will be doing another show in San Diego at the Madhouse Comedy Club. And then in between that, I'm going to be in L.A. And I'm going to try and get on some shows out there. If not, I'll just be hanging out at the comedy store if I can't get on. But I've got some promising leads. So I will uh, post that on social media as soon as I know. So if you're in Cali, chase him down. Check out his show. Catch him outside and tell him your PG-rated thoughts about Endgame. That's right. So... With all that said, for fans of Endgame out there everywhere, thanks for being here. We had a blast. This is Late to the Party with Travis Tate. I'm Jake. I'm Travis Tate, and I think we messed up the timeline more than uh, the time heist, but better Tate than never.